Cutting Out Early, the podcast. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. I'm in a glass case of emotion! With Max, Zach, and Alex. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber, you go and do something like this. And totally redeem yourself! Well, we're waiting. Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. Here we go. It is episode number 48. Believe it or not, we are here. We are rolling into another great episode of the Cutting Out Early podcast. Very exciting. That's uh, Zach Montgomery. I am Max Major, and we are recording December 16th, 2021. Glad to have all you guys aboard. Thank you so much for tuning in. Spending a little bit of your uh, December with uh, with us today, so it's very much appreciated. How are you doing, Zach? I'm doing great. Sorry, I'm finishing a little show prep right here. No, I want something for a later segment. I'm trying to find it. I can't. Are you excited for Christmas? It's only nine days away. Can you believe that? How did that happen? I don't know. December is flying by. Mm-hmm. It's like half over. I know. Nine days away to Christmas. We're almost welcoming in 2022. If you are listening to this... That's a lot of twos. That is a lot of twos. 2022. Well, we just have 12 months of it, and then we'll take a little bit of a break. <laughs> Many of you listening may be even closer to Christmas. This is this is not on the 16th, uh, so keep that in mind. But I hope everyone's Christmas gifts are, are picked out and ready to go. Are you, are you asking for anything specific this year, Zach? I mean, is there any gift that you really want? You know those, uh, you know those pants. The um, they're kind of the athletic wear, but they look like dress pants. I forget what they're called. Um, but there's like these pants you can buy. A lot of stores have them. Like Lulu made them famous. They had like, never these, heard of them. Next, they had these athletic pants, but I want a pair of like the because they're super comfortable. Like the like the fancy ones, like from Lululemon. Yeah, but not from Lulu. You can get them anywhere. Are they you talking about just di- like workout pants? Like, like no, 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 no. Like uh, you see them. I, hold on, one second. I'm gonna look them up. It's fancy like, workout pants. I, it's tech pants is the wrong word because that is like they're like wind pants, right? Like like you'd wear of. them for uh, playing pond hockey or something. Hold on, hold on. I'm looking it up. So that's what you want. What do you want, Max? <laughs> I don't want anything. People ask me this every year. I'm I'm I understand that. First of all, people who who quote unquote do shop for me or, or choose to shop for me, I'm I'm I don't need anything. I have everything I want. I I, I know I say that all the time, but I. <laughs> you should be very grateful. People, well, I am grateful, but people always ask me, "What do you want?" I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm I know I understand. I'm very difficult to shop for. I've been told my brothers told me that. Marta's told me that. Um, so I've got that. And that's just who I am, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't know what I want. I don't care. Because if I really need something throughout the year, I'll just, I'll just what about, go what and about, get it. I'll just buy it. And what I'll about, have it. What about something you could always use? Like a watch. You could always use a watch. I, I have a certain it's watch. Expensive. That, it's I, expensive. Well, exactly. That's, tough. that's a tough purchase. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have a very nice watch that I like. I have a couple nice watches that I like. I'm wearing an Apple watch right now. Yeah. And then I have a couple nice other formal watches, I suppose you could say. But... 
I don't know. I guess I could use a watch, but I, I like the ones I wear. Or a belt. You can I, always I, get a new belt. I like the belts I wear, too. I, I actually have too many belts. <laughs> I gotta get rid of some belts. They're just hanging from this hook on the back of my door. Hardly hanging on. So, I don't know. Hardly, I mean, How many belts do you say you have? How many belts do I have? Yeah. Oh, God. Probably 15. Oh, my God. That's a lot of belts. <laughs> That's a lot. You could wear a new belt every day for two weeks. Yeah, I know. But some of them don't go with many things. Some of them are very colorful or specific. Some of them have, like, pictures on them. What's or... the point of having that many belts? Well, in the summertime. Look, I, this brown belt I have on right now, I wear this with everything. Yeah. Well, Your standard Levi brown belt gets ha- me anywhere. I have a standard brown belt, too. I get it. Um, but sometimes in the summer, you want to splash it up a little bit with a little splash of color, a little, uh, you know, something, some pattern, we some know, fabric We know belt. you like it. They're like, uh, by the way, those pants I was talking about are like stretch fit or something like that. That's what they're called. Stretch I don't know. Stretch fit pants. They're, they're like, they're Lulu jogger fabric, but they're, um, in the, they look like dress pants. I see. So they're super comfortable, so but they look nice. You wear them for nice. running. You wear them for running. No, you wear them like anywhere to like Just out and about to work you could wear them to work with a dress shirt oh you're telling me these are like formal attire clothing yeah well not formal maybe like, like semi-casual yeah, yeah, yeah. like business casual yeah exactly like really? business casual pants but they just are, are extremely comfortable they're, yeah they're yeah just like okay they feel like workout pants yeah interesting i didn't even know that was a thing really yeah yeah absolutely i figured that was just for for women because sometimes i feel like women wear dress pants that look, look like athletic pants yeah yeah no I, it's kind of like that fight except it's not gonna like grip my thigh like that or okay. anything like that i see very interesting or show off my butt as much <laughs> thank god <laughs> show show off your what <laughs> is, is there anything to show off there uh i don't know <laughs> Give I'm us not... a call, 248. No, actually, send us an email. What do you, what do you think of Zach's ass? <laughs> Please email us. We'll get some pictures up on social media so you can judge for yourself. It should be a Twitter poll. We'll do a Twitter poll after the holiday season of you in these new pants, if you get them. Yeah, I will. I, I'll, I'll post a picture of my ass. Everyone's going to love it. So this year, in 2021, we know it's been a, a different year, just like 2020. We're living in this new world. But with that being said, what are the top Christmas gifts of 2021? What are the people clamoring for? And it really, uh, well, I don't know. Are you I, clamoring for any of those gifts on that list? Well, we'll see. I'm going to go through them. Okay. okay. The most popular gift, this is from NBC News, by the way. The most popular gifts this season, according to Google. Hey, Google, show me pictures of Loretta, according to Google. <laughs> Um, so what <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know what you're referencing, <laughs> <laughs> but out of context, but out of making, context, it could be really insulting. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm making fun of this commercial that Google put on during their Super Bowl ad. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't actually. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I remember this music and hey, the and this. And the stupid search. Hey Google, show me photos of me and Loretta. <laughs> Who the hell is Loretta? <laughs> I'm assuming his late wife. <laughs> Remember, Loretta hated my mustache. <laughs> I doubt that's this is a, a real jerker. couple. I doubt this is a real couple. She hated his mustache. Is this what people want to watch Remember during the Super Bowl? Loretta loved going to Alaska. 
And scallops. And scallops. It's really tugging on the heartstrings. photos from our anniversary. That's the worst kind of Super Bowl commercial. Remember, she always snorted when she laughed. Oh, we're, we're the doxer. <laughs> Play our favorite movie. What was your favorite? Casa, Casablanca. <laughs> How cliche. How absolutely cliche. What happened? Like that, the Eminem commercials. You remember those, on and on and those on Chrysler and on. ones? Those were like kind of emotional. You know, they were kind of get you amped up, and they were everybody's favorite for a while. And that was the start of this sort of thing. The Chrysler? You mean the one where it's like built in Detroit, the Eminem ones? Yeah, yeah. That's I wouldn't I'm call it emotional. I'd call it like I'm getting pumped up. Yeah, I well, want to buy a Chrysler. Well, they were, they were, you know, they were a new style ad. I feel like these just kind of build off that, where sure. it's like emotional, heart stringy, over sad music in the background. Like, jeez. So anyway, Google did share some interesting trends that came out of this year's <laughs> Google Shopping Holiday 2021. Uh, so just for fun, Google searches for the term Christmas gift ideas are already accelerating, growing 30% from mid-October to the last full week in October. By the way, just a disclaimer, this article is not like brand new. It's a few weeks old. Why would you tell them that? Well, that's fine. Because it's just... This, this stat is going to confuse people otherwise. Okay. Okay. Let's hear so, it. Regardless, it's still ex- you know acceptable for today, but just a little disclaimer. Uh, searches for best perfume have grown globally by 40% year over year. Uh, searches for wireless gaming headset grew by 100%. And perhaps not surprisingly, in the midst of a pandemic, Google searches for the term single player games have grown a whopping 600%. <laughs> That's sad. Um, so, very interesting. Uh, the full Google Shopping Holiday 100 list uh, for gaming. This, you know, to be honest with you, I hate to say it, but this list. Is it all video games? No, it's not all video games. It's just done very poorly. So here What are, do you mean? It's, it's not written well. Oh, the okay. article's not written well. Full of ads. And that's not full of ads, but I just think the layout, just give me a top 10 list or something. So here, seven, seven highly rated holiday gift ideas from the Google Shopping Holiday 100. Uh, So this is NBC News picking their favorite and highest rated options from each of the list's seven categories. Seven categories. For the techie in your life, the Apple AirPods Max, uh, which are those over-the-ear headphones from Apple. Would you have any interest in wearing those? The over-the-ear ones? Yeah, yeah. You know, like the ones we're wearing oh, now. Oh, yeah, like headphones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the headset, I mean. Right. Um, Actually, I've kind of like kind of – those have kind of grown on me. Have I've kind of really? noticed – yeah. I like I like my AirPods. Yeah. But if I could get a nice wireless set, like headset, that would be nice too. Because sometimes I feel like when I have my AirPods in, people want to talk to me. But most of the time when I have my AirPods in, I don't want to talk to people, you know? And maybe if I have, like, the big headset that tells them that I'm I'm busy doing something. I understand that. That makes sense. Yeah. Can you still talk on the phone with the headset? Is there a built-in microphone I'm on sure. those? I'm sure you could. There's got to be. If not, you can just do it through your watch. Have you, that's true. Have you read stories about how the trend is going away from AirPods back to the wired headphones? Yeah, it's like a it, it's it's more of like a vintage thing, right? It's, it's not like, like a, a Gen Z thing. It's like they're trying to be retro. Yeah, it's stupid. It is stupid. It's just inconvenient. Now. I agree. Who wants to deal with wires anymore? <laughs> I mean, I, I I love my AirPods. It's one of the I think the best products that I have. Yeah, absolutely. So, and what I used to run through like those wired headsets. 
Oh, every three God. months. Every three months, I'd ruin them somehow. They like, get mangled. They get sticky for yeah. some reason, and it would just be the most cumbersome. And you pull the wire too long, and then one of the headphones stopped working, or wasn't playing the music as loud anymore, and now you're just like stuck with this like this half music going in one ear, and then the full blast it's in the other. It's a crap. It doesn't work. Exactly. So that's the uh, for the techie in your life. For the beauty expert you're buying for, the Dyson Airwrap Complete Curling Iron, uh, which is the top six best curling irons of 2021. Wasn't Becca talking about something like this last time? Yeah, it was similar, but it wasn't... I don't think it was actually this. It was some other weird hair thing. Able to dry and curl your hair simultaneously, the Airwrap comes with 0.8, 1.2, and 1.6 inch barrels that combined with a shot of cool air, will lock in your new style. Wow! Uh, you can get it for 550 bucks. By the way, the uh, Apple AirPods Max are 550 bucks from Apple, but it looks like they're only 480 on Amazon. Still a lot for a set of headphones. That is a lot. Holy cow. For the person who loves smelling great. Who doesn't love to smell great? No, you know what? He doesn't like smelling great. <laughs> We're going to pass on this one. Uh, the Ariana Grande... Cloud de Perfume. This scent from the singer of Thank You, Next! is meant to evoke the happiness she feels and includes hints of lavender blossom, juicy pear, bergamot, creme de coconut, vanilla orchid, pralines, and musky woods. It has 4.5 stars on Google Shopping, 4.6 stars on Amazon. 65 bucks! Is the definition whoever smelt it dealt it, or is it uh, whoever said well. the rhyme committed the crime? <laughs> For the person who needs a good cup of morning coffee, the Nespresso Virtual Plus Coffee and Espresso Machine. How much does that thing cost? By DeLonghi. I've, uh, I've seen these all over the place. They're like replacing Keurigs. Not as much as you think, $150. Really? Yeah. That is reasonable. Um... <laughs> Another quick tangent. Um, they make like those fancy coffees. It's not just like I want a I want a cup of coffee. It's like a little. It's got a little bit more to it. Yeah. Um, this is. Have you seen the Nespresso advertisement on uh, on SNL? No, I have not. Oh my god. Hang on. Let me see if I can find this because man, oh man, is it good. But I'll keep moving on the list. In the meantime. For the fitness fanatic that you know, the Peloton stationary oh exercise God. bike. That's the big deal. It kills people. Yeah. It, no, the treadmill does. Oh, it was the treadmill? It was that... the treadmill. Oh, okay. But Peloton is sexist. So yeah. if you want to support a sexist company, go ahead and get Peloton. <laughs> 1500 bucks On sale, by the way, from 1900 So the person in the show who was running on the Peloton, they were is a treadmill. It was not. It was not a bike, right? You know what I'm talking about? It was like Sex in the City or a show like Sex in the City. And then they had like a... In the show, they were on like a Peloton before it. No. They got off and they had a heart attack. And then it made big news and like Peloton had to come out and be like, everybody, no one's actually... No one actually died riding the bike. It no. was a mistake. I'm not talking about that. I didn't oh, okay. know about that. Oh, you didn't? The, no. The stock dropped like 11% in one day oh off a TV God. show. Are you like, serious? Reaction, yeah. Well, I thought that their treadmill was having some safety issue and they had to recall it. Really? Yeah, that was the big thing with Peloton. Their their weirdly designed treadmill that it was it was killing people. Um <laughs> by the way. Remember those Nespresso commercials? Nespresso. Was that coffee? Yeah. 
Was that coffee? George Clooney and Danny DeVito. <laughs> and this is Terrence Killam and in. Bobby Moynihan. Are you ready? <laughs> for, for what? I, I just want a cup of coffee. So it begins. <laughs> Can I ask you something? What's happening right now? Where are we? Why am I getting fitted for a suit? Patience. <laughs> just don't get the logic. How does this help me get coffee? That's not an answer. Is this like a Clooney prank or something? What? <laughs> Shut up. What, now we're eating sushi? It's like the one thing that doesn't go with coffee. <laughs> I just went to an Italian restaurant. I've had like three meals today. I'm so confused. <laughs> How do we know each other? Are we and Batman together? No, right? No, My right. name's Keaton. Then why me and you? I just... Indeed. What is that? Say something. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something wrong with Clooney. Yeah, we've been driving around aimlessly for hours. He's barely speaking to me, and he won't let me have any coffee. You're ready. Okay, whatever you say, George. <laughs> They're finally about to get their coffee. I guess. <laughs> Give me that cup. The Nespresso. I Is that coffee? It's Nespresso. <laughs> it's not bad. Nespresso. So that's a big thing on the gift list this year, I guess. <laughs> Alright, for the younger kids in your family, the Barbie Dream House playset. Wow, only $200. Barbie Roberts Dream... Her last name is Roberts? Really? Did you know that? Barbie and Ken Roberts. Barbie Roberts. Yeah. Interesting. I, I, well, I guess. Their dream house has come a long way since it debuted in 1962 when it was made entirely of plastic. This modern version of Barbie's fantasy pad includes a pool, slide, and transparent elevator. Great reviews. Uh, wow. for, the, for the gamers, you know, the big thing is the Nintendo Switch OLED for 350 bucks. But it's out of stock pretty much everywhere. They Jeez. can't they can't get it. Uh, so that's there. And like I said, it just goes on and on. So those are the seven. And if you are at all interested, the whole list is there on this NBC News article that goes through each of the seven categories and uh, kind of discusses some of the uh, the top. But those were the picks that, that NBC Hell News considered. <laughs> They consider the top there. Do you know what the best-selling uh, Xmas toy of all time is? While well, you're just seeing it right now. Yeah, I'm. I'm staring. I have a little. I have a little bit of cheat. The Cabbage Patch Kids. I wouldn't have guessed that, but that definitely makes sense. Is that really? Yeah, that's it, the like best-selling Christmas toy of like all time. Like before our time, Cabbage Patch Kids were. They were it. They were the thing. I guess. Um, number two is a Rubik's Cube. This is of all time, by the way. Number three, Monopoly. It's the best-selling board game. Interesting. Uh, number four, best-selling action figures, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Um, so all of these are categorized, but out of all the categories, like I said, Cabbage Patch Kids, number one, out of everything. Uh, and the Rubik's Cube, by the way, was the best-selling puzzle game of all time. Um... Number five, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. I guess that's popular. <laughs> Was these are all these are old toys. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's of all time. Yeah, yeah. Barbie's number six. Um, t- 
Teletubbies, uh, best soft toy, number seven, I guess because they've been around for a while. Oh, Furbies. Furbies, best tech toy, number eight. my sister had one of those. They were obnoxious. Number nine, um, Sylvan, Sylvanian Families. Do you have any idea what this is? No idea. I'm looking, I've never seen that before. It's just a doll. They look like little dogs. I guess it's a, a, a Japanese toy. The creepiest looking things I've ever seen. Debuted in 1985. I w- if I rolled over and that was next to me, I'd have nightmares. <laughs> now, number 10, Legos. The best-selling blocks. I there get that. That's a classic. So that's the top 10 list for Christmas gifts. So we're getting ready. It's coming. And we're going to have some more Christmas stuff to go with you guys um, next week. We're going to do a show. Yeah. Uh, but you brought up a good question. Yes. I love I'd, this question. I'd like to hear it. Yeah. So one of our friends sent out uh, Christmas cards this year. You might know him. He, he usually sits right there. <laughs> He's not today. But he sent out Christmas cards He's for the first time. He's busy with work. Uh, he, he left us out. Like, we didn't make the list for whatever reason. We've known this kid for how long? Um, I've known him since 2009. You've I've probably been, known him a little longer. Yeah, like 2006. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't make the Christmas card list. But it got me thinking. So he's sending out Christmas cards. Him and his girlfriend. Yeah, Anna. yeah. But it got me thinking, what is the right age to start sending Christmas cards? Like, when do you do that? That's a great question. When is the right age? What do you think? I don't know. If, if you, you put a number on it, right? It would have to be like about like our age, like 27, 28. 29, 30, right? Is it more an age question or a, a life situation question? Like maybe you're engaged or you're married. Well, we were talking about this. Yeah. And one of our friends who just got married, Adam, yeah, has a stable job. Wife has a job. They they did send out Christmas cards this year. I didn't get one if they did. You know, what if we got left out on two of our friends' <laughs> Christmas cards? That would be ridiculous. Could you imagine? Yeah. Alex, on the other hand, he, he's not married. He's not engaged. No. Not yet. No. Maybe soon. We'll see. Who knows? <laughs> this is all speculation. <laughs> she did make the Christmas card, so. Yeah, they're sending out Christmas cards together. By and, the way, and I we think get screwed I'm, over. I'm, I'm pretty sure Anna's friends got the Christmas cards and <gasps> we were left out. Are you serious? Yeah. Isn't that upsetting? Wouldn't you want a Christmas card? Why Why is it? I would, I would put it on my wall. Why is Anna's friends getting Christmas cards, but but Alex's friends are not? Are I, we not Alex's friends? Are we? It, can he talk? I think we need to call him. You want to call him? Yeah, I think we need to. This is very important. I'm going to call him up. Um, yeah, th- this is, you know, honestly, but this is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I, so Where's I, my Christmas card? I literally searched it online. What is the best Chris, best age to start sending Christmas cards? And I couldn't find it. Google does not have the answer for that. Apparently, you need to send them out three to six weeks beforehand. They'll tell me that. Uh, well, we'll call. Oh, there's etiquette. There's Christmas card. Of course there is. Well, let's get a little, and you know, let's make some, let's make a few calls. I think we need to take a survey. See our, I think we're about that age where we have friends who should start thinking about it or have started or whatever. And we should find out what is the best age to start sending Christmas cards. Should we call Alex first or do you want to get him last after we go through some people about the, uh, about their opinions? Ooh, that's a good one. Maybe, maybe do, maybe do Adam first. All right. Let's we, give, we need his input. We'll give Adam a call. I hope he picks up. I texted him. He didn't text me back. Well, Charlie Brown. Oh. Come on, Adam. Oh, 
we gonna get we're gonna get stood up on live air? You better not. Live to tape air? Oh no. What is he doing right now? Oh. Yeah, it's really important. Tell him to get back to us as soon as he can. Record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Adam, Max, we have a question for you, me and Zach. <laughs> we are here. We're doing the show. We need your feedback. It's extremely important. Uh, please call me back as soon as possible. Thank you. Now we need to uh, maybe get the other Alex. Get your brother in here. Get my brother on the phone. Get my quick call. This better not be a strikeout. We need this to work. <laughs> we got to go to Newth with some with some good data. <laughs> Hello. Alex, uh, you're on the podcast. How's it going? <laughs> oh, good. How are you guys? We have a quick question for you, if you have a second. Sure. Uh, so we're doing a bit of a survey here. We're trying to figure out when is it appropriate for somebody to start sending out their own Christmas cards, and we want your opinion. You mean age or what? Yeah, age or whatever you think. I would say... Like after you graduate college and you you have a job, you're in your own house. Really? So that's like 22 years old. That's like us. It's 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 appropriate. I'm not saying you have to. Oh, okay. It would be inappropriate if you were still in college. If you start sending out Christmas cards in college, you're a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> the picture is just you doing a keg stand. Yeah, this is what I did this year. It's like all your dorm mates and yeah, or your you know frat brothers or whatever. No. Well, That's not okay. We're calling a- because um, Alex Newth is sending out Christmas cards with Anna. Now, now, mind you, they're they're a, they're a serious couple. They've been dating for years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, they're not married. They're not engaged. They're sending out Christmas cards together. And the worst part is, we didn't get any. It was no. just they were just sent oh. to Anna's friend. Did you get a Christmas card? Okay, okay, okay. Did Alex did <laughs> Alex send out the Christmas cards, or did Anna send out the Christmas cards here? I don't. I mean, they're they're on it together. It's it's a Christmas it's from a, yeah. Them. It's a joint Christmas. Card. It's a joint venture. Did it did like Alex's parents get cards too? Like is I'm sure. Is I'm sure. Friends? You think from, so? From my insider knowledge tells me he didn't buy enough cards to send to all of us. <laughs> what a oh. lame excuse. Yeah, I know. Oh, God, we didn't make the cut. Okay, oh, so God. I will say I think it's appropriate for him to be sending out Christmas. I think that's okay. Okay, but you need to have a list. You need, you have to send them to the people that should be getting them. And I, frankly, I think you guys should be on a list. You guys do a podcast with them. I mean, we've only I've only known them for what is this like 15, 16 years yeah, now. So I've known him for at least twelve. It's, it's absolutely so a little ridiculous. Bit longer than he's known Anna. <laughs> a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Did you send out cards this year? No, I. I I, I told I told Aaron that you know maybe next year we'll be married we'll be in our own house you know that might be the year when we start doing it but right. at least for us that's we're not we're not there yet. All right, Alex. All right. So wait, after wait, college, do after you college? Just I so- say after. Yeah, you, you got a job, you got a house. I feel like at that point, Christmas cards are fair game to be sent out. You don't have to do it, but I think it's fair. Just for reference, for when we go to Alex with this data, 
what what is your age? You don't you can just say early thirties or whatever. What is what age? No, do you, I'm twenty nine. Twenty nine. Okay. 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 And, and I'm not lying about that. I'm ninety two. <laughs> I was born like literally. I'm twenty nine. <laughs> so there you go. The All appropriate right. age at twenty nine or well thirty. It would be for you. It would be next year. Yeah, it'll be when I when I'm doing. Okay. I, now I will admit that in a in a past relationship life of mine, I have sent out Christmas cards. Oh, but it also stalled out when that relationship life ended. So I see. So it's more situational than an age. It, well, I mean, it was it was her idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe it's a girl thing. <laughs> it might be. It might be. What does Marta think about Christmas cards? Uh, she sent me a text. She can't get on the air, but I'll read you what she said. Uh, thank you, Alex. I appreciate the info. Yeah, anytime. Just let me know. <laughs> Have a good night. All right, yeah. See yep. ya. Uh, who else can we call? Uh, well, first, what did Marta say? Uh, she sent me a text. <laughs> she thinks that, you know, it's it's a situational thing. Yeah. Once you're too old to CC yourself on your parents' Christmas cards and you get kicked off your parents, then okay. it's time. That's her thing. Um, I can't remember the last time I was on my parents' Christmas card. My mom looks like a crafty kind of person. She likes to make them. So I yeah. feel like the f- I don't even know if they put photos in them anymore. I don't know. Well, it's I, th- I think that um, with her, it's more of a situational thing. So anytime then... Um, so what you're saying is, if you have your own house, but, but you're sh- out of school, you have a job, you should be sending Christmas cards. Max, I'm starting to think that you should be starting to send Christmas. Well, I, you don't have your own house. She also claims that people who send out cards that are just themselves um, is kind of sad. They need a lot of love. Oh. If it's just like so me. She, so she's saying Alex and Anna are... No, 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 no. Uh, like, if it's just, oh, just one, one person. person. <laughs> like, a single guy, a single girl just sending Is out cards. Is Marta casting shade over here? <laughs> no, like, if it, you're if you're not coupled up. If you're not coupled up and you're sending it just, like, you know, if, it, if there was somebody who was single, send a card out by themselves. Just a picture of themselves. Nobody else in the card. <laughs> what about them and their dog? <laughs> I don't think that or matters. Or cat. I, I think, think it's worse if it's a cat. <laughs> I, I, think a, I think a cat or a dog would be worse than just sending it by themselves. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Zach and Maggie. <laughs> um, who else can we call? Do you want to call Andrew? No, I don't know if you have good input. Do, let's do Bailey. You want to do Bailey? Yeah, let's do Bailey. Okay, let me ring him up. Bailey, Bailey, where are you? Wow, this this website goes through everything about it. Does it really? Like literally everything. How to address them? Jane Doe. Love cold calling people. <laughs> we should do this more often. <laughs> the problem is that they don't pick up. I know. What could Bailey possibly be doing on 7 What the hell is he doing? It's weird. Our friends have lives or something. Well, they don't. I know. That's what I thought, too. Your call has been forwarded to an automated... And he's got the automated one, too. That's ridiculous. Let me give Matt a call. All right, we'll give Matt a call. Matt's going to answer. 
Thursday night football's not on yet. He doesn't, have, and he's got a bye week for fantasy, so he's probably not. Care, he doesn't care about that. Oh yeah, good for him. That's another topic altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Just killing everybody with that. Dude, what the hell is going on? We are, uh, we're getting, we're getting busted here. This whole segment is getting, is getting tough. We're gonna come at you with all this data. We're gonna do the investigation in front of the listeners. Your call has been forwarded to an automated voice messaging system. Yeah. And nothing, absolutely nothing. Well, I guess the last one. Did you? Does Alex? You know Alex is available or not? No. No. <laughs> Does it really matter? <laughs> uh, if we want another, you know, straight to voicemail, maybe. Just give him a call. You're gonna get a bunch of calls like after the show's over, it's fine. and everybody's gonna be like, "Hey, hello, oh. Alex." Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, you're on the you're on the podcast right now. How are you? Oh, I am? No way. <laughs> uh, just for a minute, we have a quick question. We know you're busy. Oh, okay. someone's calling sure. back. You're lucky I, you, you're lucky I answered the uh, phone so tamely. <laughs> this could have gone really poor. Bailey's calling back. We'll get him later. We'll get him we'll later. We'll get him later. Okay, so we have a bit of a, 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 a conundrum, I guess. Okay. We, we, we were on the show, and we're, we heard about your Christmas card situation. Yeah. Well, I heard oh about it goodness. through a third party. It's been a bit of a topic, and and we were we were talking about ourselves. When is the best age to start sending Christmas cards? When is the best situation to start sending Christmas cards? And we wanted your input because we know you sent the Christmas cards this year. Do you think? Oh, that's a- do you think Max should start sending Christmas cards? <laughs> what about Zach? Him and Rusty. Me and Rusty. <laughs> well, Max can still get included on his family christmas card since he lives at home <laughs> that's not um, how that works i, I was I think not included this year it's hard to say because there are like college roommates who will send a christmas card all together right so i mean i think it all just depends on whether you're going to send a serious christmas card or a funny christmas card or why didn't we do or, that you know who you have to send it to so it's very situational i would say so um yeah, I don't know really why Anna and I decided to send them this year. We just thought it might be nice because we were Mark- getting some from some of our friends, from our couple friends. Have you been? Have you been? Um, has the topic been brought up to you that there needs to be an engagement requirement before couples send out Christmas cards? <laughs> no, but that's an interesting point, and I definitely think that it's a valid one. Like that could be a prereq, but we, we obviously don't need that. And then we were talking about Adam. Adam's married. Yeah. Just bought a house. Well, a- Didn't Adam, it's cri- inexcusable. It's Adam- inexcusable. <laughs> so, okay. And, and I have another question for you, Alex. Is mine still in the mail? <laughs> so, <laughs> so Anna and I had a bit of a rookie mistake where we just ordered too few. And so we, we kind of decided, I have too many friends to send them to. We ordered oh! like 20... We, we ordered like 20 Christmas cards and then we got them because we were like, oh, who are we going to send them to? Like our parents and like some aunts and uncles. That's about it. And so we ordered 20. We're like, that'll be more than enough. And we got them and then we're like, oh, shoot, maybe we should send them to our friends. But it was just too late. So I cut out my friends because I didn't think you guys would care. And she wow. sent them to she sent them to like three of her girlfriends. 
I, know, I just want to know, Alex. I really would have. I, I, can I? It can you did send not me, happen. Can you send me a picture of this Christmas card at least? I'd love no, to see. No, we don't have it. any left. Oh my god. So, so we were given the short end of the stick. So you're sending out Christmas cards. Next uh, year, next year we will be. I don't care about much next more, year. <laughs> much more thoughtful. This is not about next year. This is about this year. <laughs> I think it's. Well, I, I think almost anybody makes your Christmas card list, right? Like your your friend that you haven't talked to in like 30 years. You send them the family Christmas card, Oh, yeah. Right? People you meet once in yeah. your lifetime. You post it on Christmas the Christmas cards year after year. You post it on the refrigerator. Nobody in the actual house knows who that is on the Christmas card. You still send them a Christmas card. I've known Alex for 12 years. You've known him for like 15 years. <laughs> well, I didn't really think of it that way, but you are right. Retrospectively, <laughs> that is how it, how it goes. Well... I don't know, Alex. I, I, how long has Anna known her friends? Because this is when it, this is what really matters. Yeah. Oh, about the same amount of time yeah. since like some since elementary school, some since high school. Okay. So are her friends more okay. important than your friends? <laughs> no, it's just I don't know. Anna was able to chop the list down, and I wasn't. So okay. we only had a very small handful left. Were you not involved in the decision making of who you were sending the cards to? No, I was involved. I was. I was. <laughs> oh, consul- really? I was consulted. Did your parents get one? Yeah, of course my parents got one. Okay, I'm gonna go knock on the door and see what they see it. I just, I just need to see the Christmas card. Next, yeah. can you describe Next. the photo to me? Um, it was a photo we took at Adam's engagement party, or not engagement party, um, his rehearsal dinner. Ah, very nice. Okay, so business yeah, so casual. <sighs> yeah, just a, a business casual. Just you know, Ann and I. It's a nice picture. I don't know. Any snow- I think Becca took it. Any snowflakes on the card? Um, no, but a Christmas tree, I think. Ah, nice. How, how, how peaceful. Good photo cred, by the way. Yeah, I think, I think it said, uh, we, we wish you a Merry Christmas with love, Anna and Alex. If only I could see it. (laughs) Yeah, it would be so nice. I mean, it sounds like a wonderful card. You know, it'd be lovely to get one in the mail, but, you know, every day it's just been turning up empty. I, I regret my decisions, believe me. I, I would not repeat the decisions I made. I would order. I would order twice as many. I would order twice as many cards, and I would, like you said, send them to everybody that I've ever met in my life. Well, so you're I, telling this up as another life mistake that you've made. <laughs> I just yes, want you to know, yes, Alex. I expect, one of many. I expect two next year. <laughs> you have to make up for the one you missed. You have to send I me agree. two. I agree. I'm in the same boat. Well, maybe we'll do a. A second order, and I'll, I'll bring you one. I'll bring. I'll send everybody one. All right, Alex. We appreciate your input. Sure. <laughs> send me your address, Zach. I'll make sure you get one. Okay, I will. Oh, good God. Have a good night, Alex. Thank you. All right. <laughs> good night, guys. Adios. Bye. Um, I want to call Bailey back. Okay. No. It will never happen. Bailey! <laughs> What's up? Hey, uh, it's me and Zach here on the podcast. How you doing? Oh, boy. What's going on, guys? <laughs> we have a question for you. We're Oh, shoot. Here we go. We're doing a bit of a poll with uh, some of our friends regarding Christmas cards, and we're asking you, what do you think is the appropriate age for somebody to start sending out their own Christmas cards? Oh, let's see. So appropriate age. I, I do have a bit of a, a point of... Con- I receive a Christmas card <laughs> from someone. 
Well, well funny, funny enough, that's been the whole topic of today's show. We just oh, talked. shocker! Shocker! <laughs> we just... well, come to find out, I thought, hey, maybe it's just family. Maybe it's just family. No, wrong. Wrong. The audacity. Are we not, not important, I guess. Whatever. We're not as important as Anna's friends, that's for sure. We're, we're not as close to Alex as Anna is to her friends. We're just, we're just not that good of friends, I guess. It's devastating. We called him out. We yep. just talked to him. You know what? Here, you know, here's the thing. Max, I'll give you your answer. The age when you can start sending out Christmas cards is when you could afford to send it to all your friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect answer. I think that's the best answer we've gotten all night. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Bailey, you've been a tremendous help because we we felt we felt so shafted. I mean, just completely blindsided and shafted. We're checking our mailbox. Nothing. Nothing. We'll never see I, it. I went home. I checked my mail. I'm like, hey, maybe it's the weekend. Maybe not. I called my mom. She's like, nope, didn't get anything. <laughs> Can you believe that? That's absolutely you think ridiculous. You know a guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I just know him for over a decade, but you know, who cares? It doesn't even matter. Literally anybody. Guess, yeah, time is irrelevant, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Zach, Zach and I are not happy. Yeah, so. we, we we just called him out. Don't worry, he's gonna get grilled, and he's bringing us Christmas cards apparently next week. And I'll let you know I if don't he follows want a Christmas through. Christmas card anymore? I want a Christmas gift. <laughs> <laughs> Just like that—that's such a—that's such a, like a trying to fix your problem. Like you have to go above and beyond for the problem. You just. It, I, maybe he'll do double next year. We'll get two cards. Uh, you know, Bailey, I agree. He should make this up in the form of a big gift for each of us. No more cards. <laughs> a minimum price tag of a hundred dollars each. I mean, for our mental trauma, I think that's the least he could do. I'm not getting a Rolex this Christmas. I'm gonna lose my mind. <laughs> All right, Bailey, we appreciate your input. That's a great answer. That was that was spectacular. All right, I appreciate you guys. I got to go. <laughs> right, have a good baby. night. <laughs> Peace out, boys. Adios. <laughs> no, we have to go. <laughs> yeah, we have to go. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. That was good. And there you go. The poll is in. When you can afford to send the Christmas card to all your friends. What a great answer. That is when you can send out the Christmas cards. Do you want to call Becca? Does she have an opinion? Um, we can. Hold on. I actually, I don't know if she's available. We should, uh, we should wait. That's fine. Forget it. <laughs> you can afford to send it to all your friends. <laughs> oh my good God. Well, thanks to everyone who participated. Anyone else? Think you think we're the good? The phone lines are empty, I think. The phone lines are empty. <laughs> My good God. Oh, boy. You know, it is a shame. It really is a shame. You know, you think you know a guy. I know. It's insulting. He's going to be back on the show next week, too. It's going to be rough. <laughs> it's going to be a little bit of a rough stretch for him. Yeah, boy. Well... Uh, congratulations to those who did receive Alex Newth's and uh, Anna's Christmas cards. I, we I hope, hope you're having a wonderful Christmas. I, I hope they're just beautiful, too. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, well, in the realm of other news, um, you know, honestly, I do want to get into some. Well, be before we get into uh, away from Christmas totally, 
Yeah. You really, really can't escape it. Have you heard Jimmy Fallon's new Christmas song? First of all, did you know he was a he was an artist now? No. Okay. He put out a new comedy Christmas song with Ariana Grande and Megan Thee Stallion. These and... are never good. No. It's first of all, do you watch Jimmy Fallon? Do you watch the Tonight Show? No. Have you seen it recently? No. It's bad. Oh really? It's bad. Just bad jokes, bad it's, writing. It's bad writing, bad jokes, and those stupid games he does. It's just it's 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 like watching a child show. Yeah. It's it's the weirdest thing. I don't like him. I don't think he's a good host. I just don't think he's a good host. But that's just me, and I don't get the show. So I, I used to love watching the Tonight Show. I even liked watching it with Jimmy when he was uh. You know, just starting off on The Tonight Show, whatever that was, even like what, nine years ago now, or whenever that was, whenever Conan left. Um, but it's just bad now. And he puts out this song. It's supposed to be a, a, a comedy song, I guess. I heard it on Hits 1 on Sirius XM. Okay. Uh, on their hit station. Yeah. So they're trying to make it a hit. So is this a comedy song, or is this like a legitimate song? I want to hear your opinion. And email us, so I want to hear everyone else's. What's up, y'all? It's Megan Thee Stallion, Ariana Grande, and Jimmy it's Fallon. It's about COVID. Y'all know what time it is. I'm listening. It's time to get those boosters. It's got a beat. <laughs> it's time to get the boosters. It was a last Christmas. We stayed in the house. We covered our nose and covered our mouth. But it's Christmas time. We'll be in line for a booster. Ugh. I hate it. Can I, can I... I just need to say, the thing about Christmas songs that make them good is they're timeless. Sure. Like, literally, all those Christmas songs were relevant in the 50s, and they're relevant now. Yeah. That's the thing about Christmas songs. This is horrible. Is this supposed to be... Is this a comedy song? It's gotta be. I mean, it doesn't seem like it. It's just Ariana Grande. And Jimmy Fallon, who I guess is a singer. I don't like this. This is horrible. Either way, this is bad. It's not funny, and if it's serious, it's horrible. Yeah, that's the thing. It's not a good song if it was serious. It's also not a good song if it was a comedy song. <laughs> I thought Jimmy Fallon was like a comedian. I don't know, man. Let me get to the Megan Thee Stallion part. Oh my god, they're doing like a weird X dance? This is a joke, right? It has to be. Maybe that's the point. You're just supposed this Christmas, to... I'ma make it count. No more quarantine on the couch. This year, hang that mistletoe. I'ma kiss everybody that I know. This year's different. You can tell. Pick those howls and jingle bells. Put Purell on everything. Turkey, egg, now candy cane. Hey, ho. There's a good chance of snow. Hey, ho. Somebody wipe Rudolph's nose. It's not funny. will be okay. All right, it's definitely a joke. It's definitely a joke. But it's not funny. No. If, if it was a to, joke, shouldn't it be a little funnier? If, like, shouldn't there be like, oh, I know for sure it's a joke song. If you have to think about it, it's <laughs> a bad joke. I agree. But I hear it on the Hits 1 station on Sirius XM. Really? I mean, it, I, it's That's the hit station. Well, it's, it's because of the artist. Ariana Grande and Megan Thee Stallion are going to have huge followers. No matter what. The, the song could be trash. People are going to listen. I guess. I don't know. 
It just seems weird that that's that's Jimmy Fallon, everybody. He's now a successful artist. It's incredible. (laughs) I guess he's a singer. Who knew you just need to run an awful late night show and you can get put on a song with Megan Thee Stallion and Ariana Grande. Um, by the way, the Red Wings are playing tonight, uh, the 16th. Their game's probably over right now since everyone's listening after the game's over. So congrats <laughs> to the Wings for winning or it's too bad uh, that they, they lost. Not they sure. haven't been playing as well recently, right? Well, the past couple games, they, they they go on like hot streaks and cold streaks. Right now they're starting a bit of a hot streak. They had a great win last Tuesday. They can't. Their problem is they can't win at home, right? Their home record or their away um, record. It's their away record. I think their That's away horrible record is having a Compared to their issue. home record, yeah. They're 14, 12, <laughs> and 3 right now on the season. And tonight they are playing the uh, Carolina Hurricanes in Carolina. So that's going to be an exciting Uh-oh. matchup. It's They're playing right now. The first period's over. Do we, do we have a partial score for those who are uh, following <laughs> us live? You're really going to look back at this moment. Wow, it's 2-3. to three. They're losing at the end of the first high-scoring game. Really? 2-3, to three, they're losing. Bet the over. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, they have been fun to watch. You need I to watch more games. Well, Lucas Raymond and... Uh, Maurice Snyder, Cider. Yeah. Cider. Raymond leads in points, right? And Cider re- leads in rookies in assists or something like that, is what um, I was reading online. Well, that's a good question. And they're, like, fighting each other for rookie of the year. I mean, it, it, the Red Wings have a very positive outlook. And the only problem is, is they probably need a little bit more talent, and they're too good right now to lose and, like, get a high draft pick. So, I mean, I guess the NHL has the lottery system, which could help them out. But um, anyway, they're really, really taking it up a notch this year. It was like two years ago. Remember they had that, like, huge loss season? They were, like, the worst team ever in the NHL. Yeah. It was two oh, or yeah. Three, it was two or three seasons yeah, ago, bad. right? Yeah. Like, stupid bad. Yeah. No, they've been really fun to watch. They're getting better. And I think they're in the perfect direction to, to yeah. really be successful soon. Um, you're right. Raymond has the most points in the team with 25. Larkin has 23. Moritz, Moritz Cider. Moritz. Moritz Cider. Uh, 20 points. And Almost he's a defenseman. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Moritz. And then Bertuzzi with 15 points. Uh, so they're battling it out, I suppose. But, yeah, Raymond's leading with points, um, definitely. Yeah, he's, like, leading rookies with points, yeah. So it... I mean, well, I guess rookie specifically. Yeah, sure. yeah, two two studs. But he's leading overall on the team. Yeah, which is great. Which is good too because they they have another prospect in the system, and I forgot I forget his name, but they have like equally good things to say about him as they did about Raymond and Cider. And um, if these two pan out like as actual good players, then that shows promise for anybody yeah. under you know Eiserman's draft that yeah. has good things to say about him. You know, I agree. Uh, so. By the way, Matt texted me. What did he say? <laughs> Just said you called. Oh, God. You want to call him? I mean, nah. No. Let's not get, we'll, we'll, we won't double back. All right. I think we, we, we settled it. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't know if you could ever really waver from the opinion we've created. <laughs> and that we've confirmed with a few people. Uh, okay. We have college football stuff going on. I know there wasn't anything last weekend except Army-Navy. Um, did you watch? No. Did you watch? Like, it was on in the background. It was like something you don't care about, you know? It was just a random Saturday uh, um, game. 
No, uh, signing uh, day, national signing day, early oh, yeah. signing day was yesterday. Okay, um, so what are some of the headlines from there? Anything that you want to talk about? Um, well, Michigan and Michigan State both went up in their draft class, which is to be expected sure. with Michigan going to the college football playoff. And Michigan State, I mean, they just had to do better than what they were. They were like 40-something last year, and they moved up into the top 20. Wow. Um, this is Michigan. <clears throat> but... Um, there is a very notable person for us locally who is the highest ranked recruit for the University of Michigan. And okay. it is the cornerback, Will Johnson, out of Gross Point South. Whoa, a hometown favorite. I know. I My dad went to one of their games this year. I wonder if he saw him. I should probably ask him about it. But You used to go to high school football games, right, back in high school? Yeah, absolutely. Do you ever miss that, like going to see the high school football teams play? Yeah, when it, like, it, you, you don't care as much if they lose or whatever, you know? No, I, I mean, sure, but I just, I don't know. I love going to those games. It was fun to watch them play. I, like, I, I didn't go to... I mean, I went to hang out with friends, but I really enjoyed just watching the football games. Yeah. You know, it was fun to watch, especially a rivalry night, like with North playing South. You know, those were fun games Oh, those to were see. fun games, yeah. They were just a great, they were great games. They really were. But, um, yeah, so Will Johnson, Gross Point South, many of you might have seen him this year. Yeah. Uh, top 50 national recruit um, across all major recruiting networks. He is 6'3", 190. Um, wow. Has a lot, he Played basketball too. Lots of athleticism, smart ball skills, and plenty of intangibles to make up for the make up for a blue chip prospect. He's expected to start playing early, so we could see a Gross Point South grad playing for the University of Michigan next year. That'd be awesome. Yeah, which is good. I don't. I've never heard of a Gross. Well, actually, Ben one. Fry. Yeah, ben he, Fry. Yeah, he went to Ohio State or something, right? No, he was at Michigan. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was at Michigan. Did he play? Uh, he played a few snaps, but he was like yeah. third string. But this guy, he should be like a starter, if not next year, the year after that. Yeah. So that'll yeah. be great. Okay, great. Um, Love to see it. Yeah, so Michigan's class was ranked nine overall. And then Michigan State, one of the, the – they have a bunch of good recruits. I, I'm not going to go into it because it's – I think recruiting is kind of silly and yeah. these ranking it's, systems. It's we tough can get, to predict. We can get more into that later. But uh, the best recruit that I think they got – well, not the best, but maybe the best uh, namesake or whatever is Antonio Gates Jr., son of the famous uh, San Diego Chargers tight end Antonio Gates, senior. Oh wow! So yeah, he was uh, he was out of Detroit. Um, he was a priority for our team. He uh, is skilled and had was. Excuse me. Was nominated for being one of the best players in Michigan. He was a Mister Football candidate. And came up big in several games for Fordson to reach the playoffs this year. Um, so anyway, pretty famous guy. Maybe. Yeah. Famous in a different way. Not locally. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. But he's also there. So, um, I don't know. It, it, I don't, Recruiting's kind of silly, and it's hard to rank, and it's hard to judge what's the best information. I mean, we were kind of talking about this about before the show, where um, these recruiting papers have... Uh, sort of a bias towards the big name programs and you'll always see like texas usc these teams have huge recruiting classes with top recruits or five stars all over the place yeah but the people who rank them um like 24 7 sports and there's a couple others i could get into but um they have initiative to or bias i guess to uh rank the higher brands higher so that those big brand you know, fans come and say, oh, look at 24-7 says I have a five-star coming to Michigan. You so know? it's not legitimate. It's just kind of do, done in a way to promote certain schools. It's 
I don't know. It's an interesting... Yeah, I would guess so. There's definitely some of that that goes on. So, in how, those can you big trust, reg- so how can you trust any of that? I, I mean, you're going to get big players to big schools, right? These, sure. but, and they're going to have tape, and I'm sure the coaches know their actual skill. It's just some of these... Um, star rankings it might be a little biased so it's it's always like and you can kind of see that with like how michigan state even in the d'antonio era was always under michigan in recruiting yeah but they dominated them on the football field for however for that time anyway so it's not necessarily like these you don't know if they'll pan out is another thing you don't know what their actual rank is because they could be a little bias going on um i think time will tell so we'll see i think michigan state People are going to be a little disappointed because we missed out on one of the five-star tackles who was committed to Kentucky since, like, middle school. And then we made, like, a late surge, and he almost committed to Michigan State. And people are a little disappointed that he didn't come. But um, I think Mel Tucker did – I mean, they they went up, like, 20 rankings from where they were last year, which is absolutely huge without their 10-win season really to back them up. These are all commits from before the season even started. So – um, I know people are a little disappointed. It, it seems there would be a little negative attitude towards this uh, recruiting class just because of the way it ended. But I think that both teams are uh, on the way up. So, Do you think this year has done anything for Michigan recruits to try to draw some more players that way just yeah. because of what they've done? So this is, this is the interesting thing about recruiting is that a lot of times this recruiting cycle is based on last year's performance and okay. last year's recruiting. So yeah. um, a lot of the Michigan recruits this year went on based on what they knew about Michigan last year and not necessarily this year. And they might've gotten, I think they got at least one or two flips um, right before the signing period, but you'll see the biggest uptick in Michigan recruiting probably next year. And I I wouldn't be surprised if they move up into the top, you know, five, just because Michigan state had a huge recruiting, like unprecedented recruiting class after they went to the football playoff. Sure. So I, I, I would imagine that U of M being, U of M, they will have the same kind of success following their their trip. So, um, yeah. So maybe Jim Harbaugh's got you know another few years of, of of talent coming in from this one win. It's amazing how the conversation about Harbaugh has changed. I know one game. Yeah. If you really think about it, it was one game. He's coach of the year or whatever, right? From one for, for one game. I know, but who who does that coach of the year? Who, oh, the AP. Yeah, yeah. Mel Tucker was the Big Ten coach of the year. He was. He was. What do you I, think about the Heisman? I mean, Kenneth Walker should have gone. Okay, I know, but he wouldn't have won anyway. And Hutchinson, I think Hutchinson's a great player. I think he was a force against Ohio State. Yeah. Um, He had, I think it was like five sacks coming into the Michigan State game or something like that, and he turned it on, and he ended up with like 14 or 15 sacks on the year. So his la- his second half of the year was way better. Yeah. Um, I don't – he should not have gotten second, in my opinion. The, you need to be a generational defensive end to make it to the Heisman as a defensive player. You don't think he's generational? I think he had a lot of media hype behind him, and I think this oh. is the big thing. This oh, is the big that's thing. That's a hot take. No, no, no. That's this, a hot take. It's not really. He Michigan's a big brand. ESPN loves him. But this is a, the biggest thing about this that uh, I have to say is he got hot, hot at the right time, the absolute right time. He had the best game of the year against the, his best team that he played that year. And again, in the biggest showing of that year, you know, sure. So that's why he got, and you know, props to him for showing up late. I think, you know, the someone who wins Walter camp of the year and the most national compliment running back of the year should probably at least be invited. (laughs) 
<laughs> but, what a backhanded compliment. And maybe there's a linebacker who has like twice the tackles for loss and yeah. a couple more sacks than Hutchinson who plays for Alabama. But hey, you know. <laughs> You're so bitter. You're I'm, bitter. I'm Come not, on. I'm not super bitter. I yeah. it, it was a, honestly would, Kenneth it, Walker wouldn't have won anyway, like I said. No, and I was thinking about this the other day, and no one's gonna remember the the runners up. You know, no. we'll remember Kenneth Walker for his amazing seasons that he or his amazing runs that he had, especially against Michigan. Sure. Um, you know, him winning Walter Camp and just like the game changer he was for this team this year. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. And I, I don't necessarily think that Hutchinson shouldn't have gone. I just think that he shouldn't have gotten second, and Kenneth Walker should have gone. That's fine. I, I think Kenneth Walker should have been there. Yeah. And people like Kenny Pickett from uh, Pittsburgh, who lost to Western earlier this year, probably mm-hmm. shouldn't have gone. That's just my take. So <laughs> we have these bowl games coming up, most of which don't matter. I, are people realizing year after year that bowl games just don't matter? They're dumb? They're a waste of time, unless it's the playoffs. I, I don't think it was this. Like maybe even like five or six years ago, yeah. Bowl games were huge. Sure. You know, everyone showed up for them, and I think there was like this sort of like this thing happening with the top teams. It was at first the top teams who didn't make the college football playoff didn't play in their bowl game. Yeah, and um, it would be like say like what's a team like Clemson? Clemson would have a lot of opt outs because they have NFL drafts. They don't want to get injured. In that last bowl game, that's essentially meaningless to the program overall. And now it's turned more into of a, um, if I have any kind of NFL draft prospects or, you know, vision or whatever. Yeah, they're done. Yeah, and I'm not in the college football playoff. I'm going to sit out. What do you think of that with Kenneth Walker sitting out? And the biggest news this year is Kenneth Walker sitting out of the Peach Bowl, which is a New Year's Six bowl game. Goodbye. This is a top six bowl game. Can you blame him though? Why would he no, play? No, I, I, I talk about this in the in the show notes a little bit. Yeah. And um, you know, he was a unanimous All American. He was the Walter Camp and all this, but um, it's probably better for the program, Michigan State overall, if he doesn't go in and hurt his draft stock. I think the best thing that Kenneth Walker can do now, since he wasn't, you know, didn't make it to the Heisman or anything like that, the best thing he can do is get drafted first running back overall. Sure. And show that Michigan State can put the top running back in the NFL. And I think it's actually, it ends up being better for the program overall if he sits out. And better for him because higher dra- if he doesn't get injured, he's probably going to be a higher draft pick and um, he'll make more money. I mean, as simple as that. Go make his cash. You know, he already played huge for us this year. He did what he could. And now the rest is just all on him, you know. Do you anticipate a change in the bowl game format going forward with this? I mean, more and more players are sitting out. Yeah. The good players. I mean, another one that you're talking about. So uh, a big one is Kenny Pickett. Yeah. Of, Kenny, um, well, I'm not going to do a hard P. No, no hard P, Pickett. Zach. Sorry. I don't think I did it. <laughs> no, but, I'm just um, kidding. You didn't. Um, uh, he's the Pitt quarterback. He was a Heisman finalist, and yeah. he's talked about sitting out before. I don't think it's official yet, but I think – um, it's trending that way, and I think yeah. it's going to end up being that way. Mm-hmm. And so the two best players in this bowl coming up are not going to play. And it's like it kind of takes the glitz away from it, you know? A little bit. I think there's still value in it for the program in terms of branding it's and recruiting. Money. It's a money thing. Yeah. It's a TV deal. It's Ex- a cash flow thing. Exactly. But it takes a lot of your viewership away when your best players are sitting out. Yeah. And I, 
to be honest with you, I don't think there's a way to solve this. I've, I've heard theories of like an insurance policy where they, or like a little payment plan, like give the player a million dollars to come and play. And first of all, that sounds re- kind of ridiculous to me, just yeah. in terms of like, I don't think they'll make that much money to give out to these players. But also, the uh, if you get drafted in the first round, you make something like $20 million or 19 oh or something God. ridiculous like that. Like, you're guaranteed that money. Yeah. And it's just not going to be worth it. They're going to be like, no, I'm not going to sacrifice, you know, $1 million for whatever I get in the draft. It's just not worth it to of me. Of course. And so I, my solution is the you only- You have a solution? So- yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it, it, it's the only option in my opinion. Is this a hot take? No, I don't think so. Okay, let's hear it. I think most people are trending this way. I think college football in general is gonna this is gonna happen soon, regardless of what happens to the rest of the Bulls. And that's you gotta expand the playoff. You have to make the playoff more than four it teams. It will never happen. You don't think so? The the <laughs> I don't think so. Four teams, right? Those four teams, none of those people opt out because of what's at stake for them. Oh, right? Yeah. The national championship for your school is a huge thing, not only for the school, but also your draft stock playing in those big games. Everyone's watching. Yeah. Like it's it's important. And um I think that if you expand the playoffs, give more teams more to play for, yeah, then you do it. And I think just the old bull system, it was great, you know, back in the day where it was a big deal to go to California and recruit that area for what two weeks or whatever when you were down there. Yeah, but now that's not really a thing. It, you can recruit nationally regardless of where you are. I think the internet's kind of changed that a bit, and um, I think you need in order to make the bowl games more relevant and make the season more relevant to what you're playing for or make it worth playing for something. You need to expand the playoff. I, believe me, I would love to see an expanded playoff. Yeah. I just don't think it's going to happen because you're just going to be adding more and more weeks of football to their program. Well, that's which the, you know is that really as easy as is it you know as it is? is yeah. It, is, it, is it on paper? You know. You know. It's and, easier said than done. You know, very true. Um, there are a lot of different ways. I've heard people talking about it where you kind of get rid of championship weekend and sort of incorporate it into the playoff somehow. Sure. Um, I honestly, I think a 12-team format would really benefit. It's only one more week of football for Where four teams get a bye. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So your top four teams, so your Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, Cincinnati, those would all be a bye yeah. on their first, and they would get to the next round. And then your Notre Dame, Ohio State, Baylor, Ole Miss, uh, Oklahoma, MSU, Utah, and Pitt would all get uh, bids to sure. to you know to to play each other to get in. And I think, can you imagine if that was the playoff and we still had all these big teams in here, how much fun that would be to watch? I would love it. That's a great idea. I think a 12-team would be the perfect setup. It's kind of of a compromise. Exactly. And these teams that are, you know, 8th, or excuse me, you know, 5 through 12, they have to play an extra game compared to the top four. Right. That still gives the top four a huge reason to play, right? You need, you want that bye week. And um, what else was I going to say? And the, it, the, it expands it so much so that it's just not just four teams. And it's not the same four teams. You can't do the same 12 teams. Oh, I know. Like It'll be a lot more diverse in yeah, terms of who's it, playing, what teams are there this year, who you're rooting for. It would be awesome. And can you imagine if like Utah just got hot or something and started like had a huge upset and then made it to the final like that would be crazy i would love to see more uh, big upsets or underdogs going all the way to the championship but right now that's that's kind of impossible yeah 
So I agree with you. So I think I, it's a good idea, okay. but I don't know if it's going to happen. I, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. Uh, maybe if they start really having some problems with these really big stars opting out and not playing these bowl games because they're like, yeah, who cares? I'm going to the NFL. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. You have a little it's, more on the line with a national championship at stake. Well, hell yeah, they're going to play. You yeah. Know? Make difference. So I agree I mean, with the, you, man. The thing is, is just one bowl game does not move your draft stock enough for them for it to be worth it. I know. So. Uh, well, was there anything else you want to get with the sports topics? No, I think that was uh, that was pretty much all I wanted to talk Do about. Do you so. follow uh, Britney Spears as much as you used to? No, unfortunately. You know what's going on? Well, she's free now. Well, she, oh yeah, she she's free after being um, pretty much held prisoner. Or I think she referred to it as uh, being a slave at one point, which is a pretty drastic comparison. But, you know, those are her words, not mine. Yeah. So she's a prisoner in this uh, conservatorship. And, you know, people putting IUDs in her, um, telling her she Excuse can't... Excuse me? Yeah. People putting IUDs in her. That was her claim. Really? Yeah. Like, against her will? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She wanted out, but you know, she's in a conservatorship, so that can't happen. Interesting. Which, you know... That's I wild. I kind of think is a bit far-fetched. Uh, she you, can't... Think, you don't think it actually happened? No. 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 She can't ride in her boyfriend's fucking car. In, in Sam's car, she can't ride in that. And she wants to have a baby. She can't do that. And, you know, she's never seen cash before either until this. Wait, the, what? She's never seen cash before. Like like the thing I pull out of my wallet. Yeah, she's never seen it before. Until the conservatorship recently ended and she's finally seen cash for the first time in her life. That's just like, what, what was she doing for the first 40 years of her yeah. life? Who cares? Just Who put knows? it on my card? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. She couldn't use cash. Maybe she's she never things, seen it. Maybe she had th- people buy things for her. She I just never needed it. Well, That'd be wild. A lot of things she says, I don't get. But I will say How this. rich do you have to be that you <laughs> never need to buy a thing yourself for the rest of your life? Uh, she took to Instagram on Wednesday. So this was yesterday. She captioned it. New addition to the family. Guess if it's a boy or a girl. She's pregnant. Thank you again, baby. At Sam Asgari. Sam. And this was her video that she put of herself. But that's her post. A little cryptic. When, when did she get the southern twang? She's always had a southern We went over this. This is her. I guess she's looking at a pregnancy test. No, it's a bottle, isn't it? Oh, it is a bottle. That's weird. She's not actually holding a baby. She's just holding a bottle and rocking like she's... You're looking at her, so you're looking at her back. She's holding a bottle like over her shoulder, like she's feeding a baby. But there's no baby there, obviously. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. Look, you can see the nipple. It's not. It's not in anything. She's in front of a Christmas tree, but you can't see her face. Just her back and her butt and her hair. Ridiculous. So are they having a baby? That's what it sounds like. I don't know. I knew she wanted to have a baby with Sam. With Sam. So I guess now that she's a free woman, she can. But good that's for her. Pretty cryptic. Yeah, good for her. Great job, Brittany. Another. What I mean, man. She. What a great track record of her being a mother in the past. And now she's gonna do it again with like, Sam. You seen the Family Guy skit? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Where she takes the baby and like. Anyway. Um, Hang on. Well, good for her. It sounds like. Well, it, it doesn't translate because she's talking about something else. I know. But it's it's close enough. We'll hear how poor this audio is. You're a worse parent than Britney Spears. I know, I know. <laughs> Just holding the baby. Oh, gift basket was not worth the trip. Not by a long shot. Oh, 
I gotta get that. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> just drops the baby. <laughs> Put an ash, her cigarette out in the baby's forehead, and just... <laughs> Unbelievable. It, uh, yeah. But, good for her. She's, uh... Aren't you excited? Yeah. She, how old is Brittany? Do you she know? She just turned 40. Wow. Yeah. That's old to be. Good for her. That's, <laughs> that's, well, that's old for her. Well, it's... She's a, never been 40 before. It's an advanced age, yeah. <laughs> it oh, is. Oh, it is, having, even medically. To be having a kid, you're saying? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, you're right. Well, good for her. I hope her and Sam are happy. I bet well, they are. Unless it's some type of joke. Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised. That'd be, that would be a weird joke. I but I wouldn't know. put it past her. I wouldn't put it past her either. She's put some weird stuff on social media before. <laughs> it like wouldn't make sense. So as Fantasy Suites Week has come to a close, The Bachelorette. By the way, I still have to watch. I've only watched like the first thirty minutes, so I'm still like an hour and a half behind for Fantasy Suites for Bachelorette. So. It's too bad. I know. I'm we'll, all caught we'll up. To it. I'm all caught up. No, you're I'm not, not going to say liar. anything because. No, please don't. I don't want to ruin it for you. The <laughs> lying. Liar. <laughs> uh, the new, the new Bachelor, the real Bachelor, with one guy and 30 girls, is coming to ABC in the new year. In the beginning of January, Clayton is going to be the Bachelor. And, oh boy, we have USA Today posting the women competing for Clayton's rose and Clayton's heart. They just listed them with their picture and what they do. He's got uh, an, an incredible, incredible ass. He's got wow. uh, an, an incredible, incredible ass. <laughs> so nice we had to say it twice. <laughs> Sad. I agree. Oh, my good God. So <laughs> here's the bottom line. The, the best part of The Bachelor, especially when you meet these new people, first of all, their entrance, you know, what they're wearing, how they look, and then it's always their career. What do they do? So it's always fun to see. I mean, Corinne, she was running a, a multi-million dollar company when Corinne oh, yeah, was on yeah, The Bachelor, yeah, back course. when you were watching The Bachelor every week. Yeah, yeah. So what do these women do who are on The Bachelor in 2022? We go through them. There's the expose on all of them. So you're gonna you're gonna give me their name, and I'm going to guess their job. I mean, I'm not really guess their job. I just kind of want you to comment on what you really think they can, might be. Can I take a guess just off the bat? I bet at least at least half of them will be social media influencer, <laughs> and one or two will be self-employed, <laughs> and. At least one or two will be like manager of multi million dollar business or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's not really their business. Well, no, no, but it just like you're like CEO of something or executive. There you go, executive of multi million dollar business. You don't know what business it is. <laughs> I don't even think they know what business it is. Of course not. They're influencers. Just put their they're influencers, <laughs> quote unquote. They're just their their job, most of them, is just being hot on Instagram. I mean, really. Isn't that mostly their job? Well, for some, some, I will say some, some of like real, a lot, a lot is influencer and you can, it's whether, becoming more and more so the recent you can years, make, you can make really good money as an influencer. So whether, whether you think it's a real job or not, you can make some pretty good money if you're got the qualities necessary to be a good Instagram influencer. I agree. I think some of these women are not here for the right reasons. Maybe just trying to get some more followers on Instagram. Maybe. Uh, Cassidy, 26, is an executive recruiter from Los Angeles. What does that mean? Uh, an executive recruiter. 
I, that's a good question. I have no idea. Like somebody who recruits executives for other companies? Maybe she's the executive and she recruits people to work for her? <laughs> I doubt it. Claire, 28, a spray tanner. Fake job or not. A spray, yeah, fake job or not. A spray tanner from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Real job. Okay. Daria, we got to move quickly because there's 30 people. Jeez. Daria, 24, a law student from Baldwin, New York. Okay, so there you go. Real job. Law student. Eliza, 25, a marketing manager from Berlin. It's borderline, but I think it's real. I think it's real. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, marketing manager is an influencer. Oh, you're right. It I could mean, think be, about that. It could definitely be an influencer. You're just on Instagram, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt. That right. sounds real. At least they did a good job of hiding it if that's what she actually is. Uh, Elizabeth, 32, a real estate advisor from Highlands Ranch, Colorado. Wait, what? Advisor? She's not a real estate agent. She's a real estate advisor. Maybe, maybe she couldn't she doesn't have a real estate license yet maybe she couldn't pass the test maybe i don't know that's the only thing you can think of i've never heard of that job before nc 26 a sales manager from burbank california uh sales manager Why, oh they're not gonna say their company you know no. would, this would really help them out if they like you know gave them a little more detail than no that. they can't do that it's the they, bachelor. Can't they can't advertise first yeah. names only and, and no specifics gabby 30, an ICU nurse from Denver. That's that's legit. It better be. Good for her. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Genevieve, 26, a bartender from Los Angeles, California. Uh, we have here Haley, 26, a pediatric nurse from Orlando, Florida. Big on the nurses this year. I guess. Hunter, 28, a human resources specialist from Charlotte, North Carolina. An that's a real HR job. specialist. Yeah, that's a real job. So. Uh, Ivana, 31, a bar mitzvah dancer from Queens. What's a bar mitzvah why, dancer? Why specifically for bar mitzvahs? Does she only dance at bar mitzvahs? Why? I have no idea. I Shouldn't you expand to other events? I yeah, feel like bar mitzvahs are pretty specific. I think she that, could be a lot more lucrative. That's she, a fake job. That's 100% a fake gotta job. That's got to be a fake job. What is a bar mitzvah dancer? <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, Jane, 33, a social media director. <laughs> nice. There it is. From Los Angeles. Good for you, Jane. Uh, wow. Good Honestly, she could make a lot of money doing that, so good for her. Oh, yeah. She definitely could. Uh, well, not specifically her. Anybody <laughs> who has the right qualities could do a lot of uh, what quality good money. To, Zach? That's for you to imagine. Oh, is that right? Yes. Jill, 26, an architectural historian. Or like, I'm sorry, an architectural historian. What am I thinking about? An architectural historian from Rhode Island. Okay, Rhode Island. so this is nothing against her, but anybody who tells me they are an architectural historian, that is not a real job. I don't. Be- I, I agree with you. That, well, we'll just be an architect. Completely unrelated. Maybe she gives tours of the city for free and just gets tips. The, like walking 100% that's what she does. I would have to imagine. That's a great call. That's Here 100% what she does. Here we are in front of this does. building built in 1975. <laughs> Uh, Kate, 32, a real estate agent from Lake Hollywood, California. Uh, We have Kira, 32, a physician from Philadelphia. Oh, a doctor. Wow, good for her. I know. Stay in that kind of shape as a doctor, that's impressive. Lynn, (laughs) is it tough to stay in shape as a doctor? (laughs) It's hard to stop as a med student, at least. Lindsay D, 27, a neonatal nurse, Jacksonville, Florida. We have here Lindsay W, 28 years old. 
industrial sales representative from Houston. Real job. Industrial sales representative. I suppose Sounds so. real. Yeah, it does sound real. I'll give her that. Mara, 32, an entrepreneur from Collingswood, New Jersey. That's like a Corinne. She's like running That's her... fake. That's 100% yeah. fake. Oh, that's fake. She's running her dad's multi-million dollar company. Well, I don't even think she's... You don't even know based on that description. An entrepreneur. That's very... It's way too... Anyone fake. who tells me you're an entrepreneur, that's just the fakest job you have. That's just... You're unemployed. Marlena, 30, a former Olympian from Gainesville, Florida. Also somebody who's unemployed. <laughs> First of all, congratulations on being a former Olympian, but yes. What have you done for me lately? <laughs> uh, Melina, 27, a personal trainer from West Hollywood, California. That's okay. legit. Uh, Rachel, 25, a flight instructor from Claremont, Florida. Interesting. Okay. Never heard that one before. Yeah, flight instructor. But sounds real. That, oh, no, sounds... that's that's 100% real. I would it's hope not so. entrepreneur, that's for sure. Rihanna, 26, a registered nurse from Dallas, Texas. That's three nurses so far yeah. and a doctor. Good for them. Wow. wow. Shooting big this year, I guess. Maybe I can get on. Sally with an E. S-A-L-L-E-Y. 26 years old. A previously engaged spine surgery robot operator from Charlottesville, Virginia. Previous why does why does why do you need that qualifier? So she was previously. engaged to being married once and like not anymore and they're putting that in her job title. <laughs> I really hope they put that on, I think the, on the show. That's sexist, isn't it? That is a little sexist. Job isn't you're engaged, it's part of your personal life. I thought Chris Harrison was gone. It doesn't seem like it with these descriptions. <laughs> That seems wild to me. Samantha, 26, an occupational therapist from San Diego. Real job. We have Sarah, 23. Wow, a wealth management advisor. 23 is young. Yeah. A wealth management advisor from New York. Okay. That's a, I Listen, I would need a little more on the backstory to be 23 and a wealth management advisor. Good for her. Wow. Yeah, I would like a backstory on that one, too. Yeah, is it like a dad's job sort of thing, or is she just make it up through the ranks pretty quickly? I don't know. Well, I guess maybe dad's. Maybe mom's job, too. I maybe, don't know. Maybe the title sounds. Family job. Maybe the title sounds a little more important than it really is. That's kind of I what think I'm that's thinking. A big part of it. I don't. I wouldn't manage. I wouldn't. I wouldn't trust any 23 year old with any kind of money. Um, have you heard of Bitcoin? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just imagining. I mean, the, this person We're could, big into crypto right now. This this person could come, anybody who comes out of college, they're 23. I would not trust them with my yeah. money. There's no way. They don't have any experience. I agree. The textbook does not tell you where to invest your money. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Serene, 26, an elementary school teacher from Oklahoma City. Uh, Obviously, real I hope job. that's real. Uh, <laughs> Me too. Shane. Shane? Shane. 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 29 years old, a recruiter from Sycamore, Ohio. Fake job. A recruiter. Yeah, 100% a fake job. Fake job. We have Sierra, 26, a yoga instructor from Dallas. We have Susie, 28, a wedding videographer from Virginia Beach. Uh, Teddy? Teddy? Teddy, right? T-E-D-D-I? Yeah, Teddy. Teddy, 24, a surgical unit nurse from Highland, California. Another nurse that's, out there. That's 24. the fourth nurse. I guess they're big on nurses. Nurses out year. there. Hey, you got to apply. Um, Tessa, 26 years old, a human resources specialist from Brooklyn, New York. Human resources specialist. Yeah. Th that doesn't make... That sounds fake to me. Why can't you just be... A, a human resources worker or something. Maybe they're called specialists. Maybe. I know. It sounds a, unemployed. That, I think it's, that, it sounds unemployed. Like maybe she has a degree in human resources, yeah. 
but she doesn't have a job. And there are your thirty women who are vying for Clayton's heart. Hey, he's got he's got some good choices. What, That's all I'm gonna say. It's gonna be a tough decision. <laughs> a really tough decision for him. Right, wow. You, you gonna watch this year finally? Maybe. Please. You, know, do. you sold me on some of those pictures. <laughs> I thought I would. That was my whole intention. <laughs> All right, you ready to get out of here? Yeah, it's about it's right, about that time. Go. Let's get some food and watch uh, some football. Yeah. I'm ready for that. Uh, let's pull the outro up here. Some <laughs> Thursday night action coming up. Who's playing tonight, by the way? Oh, you caught me on the spot. I have no... I don't Can know. look it up? I can't. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter. Just search Cutting Out Early. You'll find it on there. Uh, Facebook, we're going to start using our social media a lot more. We promise. We're on Instagram, too. Cutting Out Early Podcast. Email us, cuttingoutearly.podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us a message. We'll read it on the air for you. Look, we'll, we'll, we'll post a picture of Alex's Christmas card for you. <laughs> and if you have an opinion... If we can get it! And if you have an opinion on what is the right age to send... Start sending Christmas cards, please send it to us. Yeah, We, we, we would love your input. We'll do a poll. We'll do something. We need some feedback on that. Yeah. I, I think we got a pretty good synopsis. But it'd be nice to get some more feedback. Yeah, Who, exactly. Who's playing, by the way? Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs Chargers. Oh, Chiefs Chargers? Good game. Oh, Goma Holmes. My fantasy team. <laughs> Is it the start of playoffs this week for fantasy? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yep. Buckle up. Oh, I got a plan. I hope he's in my lineup. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't God. know if he is or not. All right, everybody. Have a great week. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. See ya!